welcome to our podcast, Transcending the Negative Mind for Taurus. I am joined again by Zoe Hind, soul astrologer, well-being coach and personal trainer. My name is Julia Melville. I am a transformational guide and I have been fascinated for many, many years, probably most of my life, about um, our energies and how we can harness them and understand them. Welcome, Zoe. Welcome, welcome. Thank you for having me back. <laughs> so to this month we're talking about Taurus, and Taurus is my moon sign, which I absolutely love. And I notice when we're in the Taurian energy how much more I want to be outside or have my hands in the earth gardening. And uh, But I'm really looking forward to hearing what you have to say then from the astrological perspective. Well, Taurus is my moon sign as well. So we're sisters in Taurus Moon, so this is for us. And it couldn't come at a better time. So Taurus is Spring Earth. Can really simplify astrology, getting away from the psychological stereotypes and just look at what's happening on Earth at this time. The roses are blooming, the sun's coming out, we're starting to go out more. We can put our feet on the bare earth. We can listen to the bird song. It's a time of great sensuality and connection with nature. And that brings us very much into the heart space as well. So Taurus is really about being present. Stop and smell the roses. Look around. Enjoy the Garden of Eden that we're in. Realize that we're a spirit in a human body. But we are actually here to enjoy our senses and to enjoy our experience on this planet. So Taurus is a very simple grateful present heartfelt sensual sign and that's the energies that we're going to be talking about today and i feel the journey that we can take today is from the head to the heart so julia if you'd like to give us any practices that you've got with your wonderful kundalini and all your years of coaching how do you help people get out of the head and into the heart so that sounds so lovely how you described it Whilst I was thinking about this podcast, it came to me to think about what gets in the way of us being in those really beautiful Taurian energies, what can get in the way of us being present, being strong and having gratitude. And often it's fear that holds us back, fear of change, fear of taking that leap or that step. And these are the aspects that can frustrate us. We can have those inspirational ideas about what we want to bring into our lives. Maybe it's a new job or a career change but fear stops us. We feel the excitement in our hearts and then in a nanosecond, the mind can take over and we can bring in the, oh, but what if? But what if this happens? These are our patterns and our conditioning and get in the way of our own uniqueness. And just before we came on this call, I pulled a card from the soul's journey, which is a deck that I have, and the card is worry. So I thought, how perfect because that's what we're wanting to move away from and the wording underneath is I am learning that worry doesn't change an outcome worry is a wasted emotion it does nothing other than give you an illusion of control worrying destroys the hope and excitement and limits us it has an adverse effect on the natural energy of the soul and so I think it was you that said once that worrying is like praying for something to go wrong and that's really stuck in my mind it's like pulling that energy in so how can we shift the energy to bring us into alignment with who we truly are so that we can really shine and be at peace with ourselves 
One way to do this is by using the beautiful Taurian energy to ground ourselves. As Zoe said earlier, walking on the earth, standing on the grass, planting veggies in the garden, becoming aware of our breath, having gratitude for all that we have around us. Also noticing the repetitive sentences that we say to ourselves that keep us small. They are just stories. Taurus is about the spring earth. We cannot miss seeing all that is flourishing and bursting with life around us at the moment. I think we're appreciating it even more, having had some of the restrictions lifted. The energy of this spring earth infiltrates into us and energizes us too. And so now is the time to take action to bring your dreams to reality. So often when we acknowledge that fear inside and trust ourselves to do it anyway, we have our biggest shifts and transformation. As I said earlier, worry is a wasted emotion. And a bit later on, I'm going to share a breath work to help bring us into the heart and into our presence. That sounds so perfect. Yes, I think the phrase was, worrying is praying for something you don't want. Wonderful. And that really shows us where, when we align our mind to what we do want, it's working in alignment with us. And we can be productive, but the mind has been trained through society to worry. If we think about a timeline, because we've got some very interesting time-based energies coming up this month, then the mind will always be in the past or the future, and the heart will always be in the present moment. So worrying is taking a fear from the past and projecting it into the future, whereas the present moment, everything is always perfect. So it's a very beautiful energy and I feel that everybody's on the internet so much, everybody's communicating so much that one of the best ways that we can really capture the gratitude and the presence of the Taurian energies is through the five senses of the body. So Taurus is largely in the zodiac body, the nose, the throat and the shoulders and the ears, that kind of um, just under the head, the head is Aries and then we come into the Taurian belt. So anything to do with smell, so stop and smell the roses, just appreciate the smell of the flowers. You might want to work with some essential oils that calm the body, calm the mind and actually make yourself a rescue remedy. But also sound, when we're dealing with the ears, we're dealing with sound. So in one of our previous podcast I was talking about looking around the room and observing the light that was probably for Aquarius which is an air sign but now you could just listen to everything around you as if you've just downloaded it and paid for it as a soundtrack and this is really beautiful but you'll also find that you can incorporate things that you would have resistance to naturally so when I get up in the morning, I'm listening to the bird song, but I'm not annoyed by the train that goes past because I'm incorporating that as part of my soundtrack and appreciating the rhythm and the texture of the sounds that are coming through. So that can help get us out of resistance and mental control. It's a state of acceptance. So that's one of the main practices that I have there. Just listen as if you've just paid to download an audio track and that will keep you in the present moment, possibly broaden your sens sensory awareness and an appreciation that we're not judging this sound is good and that sound is bad. 
So that's a, a really lovely practice that we can do all year round, but something that Taurus is particularly aligned to with the sensory smell and sound. Then we can appreciate the essential oils and the flowers. And if you think about a smell, it takes you straight back to where you first smelt it. So it could be your grandmother's perfume or the tobacco smoke of your grandfather. And it's beyond time then, because the present moment is actually all moments, if that makes sense. So it's the quickest of the senses. When we smell something, we're immediately there. And then to build a beautiful landscape and, and move in to that just for a few minutes, that can take us out of our daily timeline of regret and worry from the past and the future that the mind will keep us into. Wonderful. Yeah, really wonderful. And, um, and a really lovely reminder as well. So a breathwork that I had thought about, uh, to, which brings clarity, positive mood, and helps us to focus on what is important, is inhaling through the right nostril and exhaling through the left. So you block your left nostril with your thumb, inhale through the right nostril, and then using your index finger or your pinky to block your right nostril, exhale through the left. And continue with this pattern for a minimum of three minutes. And then once you finish, just sit with the energy once you've finished, just noticing how you're feeling and noticing your energy levels. Consciously breathing brings us into presence with ourselves. Notice how you breathe and it will change from environment to environment. When we're anxious, we breathe in a shallow way into the chest and this creates more anxiety. Becoming aware of your breath and practice slowly slowing your breath down, breathing all the way down into your belly, and as you exhale, drawing your navel towards your spine, because breathing in this way nourishes our bodies and supports us to become stronger. And also, when we become more conscious of our breath, it brings us into the presence that Zoe is talking about. It, it connects us with ourselves, connects us with our heart and our own energy and our own experience in that moment. Beautiful. So nourishment is really the word and the reason that we're dealing with nourishment, it's not just the sun and the flowers and the earth under our feet, but at the end of the month of Taurus, the sun passes over the Milky Way. And the Milky Way is named after the cow goddess Boan in the Celtic pantheon. And it's her milk that brings the souls in. It's the Milky Way that brings the souls into earth to have this earthly experience. And the cow and the bull, both representing Taurus, are both to do with abundance and nourishment. So we've got the cow's milk and then we've got all the other wonderful aspects that in ancient times the cattle used to bring to the community. But we've also got the bull and the bull brought abundance and nourishment because instead of having to till the land ourselves, once the bull was yoked, it was like an industrial revolution. We were able to till more land and grow more crops. So we have that aspect there. But with the bull, you can have an aspect as well of being yoked, having a weight on your shoulders, having too much work to do. So Taurus is ruled by Venus, which is a circle, which is the sun and a cross underneath it. This is where we take our soul force energy, our soul force energy, and plant it in the earth. So the feminine aspect of that will be gardening, will be cooking with those herbs, will be nourishing our bodies. 
But the masculine aspect of that can be working too hard. And during this last year, we've got out of the rat race and that mentality of I have to work harder and harder and harder. So one of the practices that I like, the yoga pose that I like for Taurus is actually the plough, which is so relevant because I've just talked about ploughing the land. But as somebody with Taurus moon, you might associate with this as well, Julia, is that we can get very stiff shoulders when we're burdening, when we're carrying too much of a heavy load. So that wonderful pose where you throw your legs over your head and you stretch out the shoulders is a very, very quick and beautiful body work that we can do to relax the muscles of the shoulders and take some of that pressure off. Yes, lovely. And I love that pose. It's become one that seems to come quite um, in a quite straightforward way, which is really interesting, uh, thinking of it from the plough perspective. So I was just thinking about, because uh, obviously you and I have Taurus in our moon, it's our moon sign, but um, obviously for people who don't have Taurus in, in any of their charts, then this obviously is still relevant. Yeah, just like there's every number on a clock, there's every sign in your chart. Just because there's no planet there doesn't mean to say that you don't have that energy. At this time of year, the sun will be moving through that house in your chart anyway. And all the other planets will be making what's called aspects and angles. So something can be reflecting its light into that part of your chart at any time. Also, another aspect of our charts is they actually move on. If you're born an Aries, you become a Taurus. If your natural Mars is in Capricorn, it might move through Taurus at some point in your life. So your chart, your birth chart, is a snapshot of the planets when you were born, but it's a living thing and it moves forwards. So there won't be any person on Earth that doesn't have some activity in Taurus at some point. So another aspect that I want to talk about regarding nourishment, we've gone from Aries into Taurus, and we think about our diet and we think about our exercise and all of those things. But what are we mentally consuming? Is that nourishing? So some people are on screen eight hours a day or they're listening to lots of people's opinions and conversations. But something that you could do this month would be to have a look at your thoughts as your diet. What are you consuming? What does that then produce in your body? as we look at the connection between the head and the heart, between our thoughts and our feelings, have you got a healthy mental diet? And if not, can you make those adjustments? Yeah, that's so interesting. It makes me think about how uh, the stories that we tell ourselves, how many generations they go back, and how, as I said earlier, how it is part of our conditioning. And the stories that we repeatedly tell ourselves will have been passed down from our mother, from our grandmother, from our great-grandmother. And, and it's really good to notice them and become aware of them because so often they don't fit with who we are, really. We just, it's almost like we get into a robotic thing of, of doing it because that's what we've been, that's what we've learned. Exactly. And everyone's kept in the head these days. That's part of the plan to keep us distracted. So although we're getting into the body, we're looking at diet, our connection with nature. Do have a look at your mental diet. What are you consuming every day and what is that producing? Because on an esoteric level, Taurus is to do with value. 
So we value nature, we value our home, we value our valuables, it's value and valuables, it's the inner and the outer. Uh, and all of this negative speak, all of those stories will be undervaluing our true potential and who we really are. So people talk about the environment, I've got to save the environment and it's always on the outside. But what's your inner environment like? Are you as kind to that as you are to the causes that you support? Or how much care you give to the earth externally? So this is a wonderful month to get to connect with your inner gold. And Taurus is always about money as well because money buys us those valuables and that comfort that we're seeking. So we're heading into 2021 and it's really going to be a case of your inner gold will be reflected back to you without a gold. We're not reaching out to try and strive for the outer gold no matter what state we're in anymore. We're moving into a vibrational and energetic manifestation field. So it's time to get the inner environment nourished and in line. It's time to really value ourselves and have that self-love and then we'll effortlessly see that where we're called to put our energy, where it means something to us, rather than out of fight, flight, survival, because I have to earn money, then that will start bringing back the reward and the love and the value that we already have for ourselves. So this is a pivotal month in 2021 to really get connected with your inner gold, what you're being, you're sending out, what you're sending out, you're receiving, so we're going from that outreach of I have to go out and attain everything for survival purposes to I am gold and that gold will be reflected if I use my daily and monthly energy wisely and things that I really value and care about. So self-care and value reflected back, energy respected, put that towards things that we care about and we should start to see life get a lot easier as these energies ramp up in the new way that we're being now. Yes, and it's, it's just wonderful listening to what you're saying because it, it really is about just slowing down, really, isn't it, with ourselves because, as we've said in the past, you know, we can run around you know, 100 miles an hour and not be aware of ourselves. And something else that, um, that I practice myself, and I'm sure you do too, is gratitude. And I know a lot of people talk about it, but really just having gratitude for really simple things, uh, but each morning remembering them or each night remembering them, having gratitude for your day that you've had just really starts to shift the energy. Mm. And to know that you came here at this time. Mm. So to be grateful to be here and see your life as an adventure and a bit of a mission rather than a slog to survive and climb the ladder and get by. We've been rescued from that external uh, striving modality. So very much appreciative for the tiny things in life because sometimes we set ourselves the challenge of gratitude and then we, we think too big and I'm grateful for something massive. But what about the purr of a cat or the sound of water trickling and then stream in the back garden or something like that? What about the tiny little things that go up to make this life on earth so wonderful? And just being appreciative of that, that we've actually come into carnation as spirits down the Milky Way at this time when the earth is changing so much to contribute our frequency to the improving of the environment on the outside by improving and being more grateful for our environment on the inside. Uh, 
and giving ourselves that nourishment and that attention that the world had taken away from us until this great slowdown happened. And Taurus, like you say, loves to be slow. But we really need to bed this practice in this month because we then go into Gemini, which is going to be a quicker mental energy. So each one of these practices, it's not just to do for this month, but it's to make it part of your normal routine and to be able to pull it up whenever it's needed. Because as the energies change, obviously we're going to get quicker or more mental next month. So can we really take the time for this heart presence and value and self-acceptance now? Yes, I love the thought of the spring energy because it's like what is unfolding and unfurling inside of all of us. So really connecting with the energy of, of yeah, this beautiful time. Because just all around us, as I was saying earlier, all around us, I mean, it's just magical to see, and you were saying it's magical to see everything, the leaves and the colours and everything coming. So, yeah, reflecting that back inside of what beautiful colours are growing inside of us. That's it. We sowed the seed in Aries, having gone in to find our passion. Now we start to see the shoots come up and we nurture them and watch them grow. Another aspect that I wanted to share is I work strongly with the runes. And there's a rune called Feu, which is uh, the abundance rune, but it's all very dependent on sharing, generosity. So it's not give to get anymore. It's if you've got, give it happily, and then we're all sharing and creating in our own circles. And this was the rune that was painted on um, Bilbo's door by Gandalf in Lord of the Rings 1 just before all the dwarves came in and ate him out of house and home. Have you seen Lord of the Rings? There's this wonderful scene where he just gets them, they all descend on him and he, they eat everything in the place. And that's because Gandalf painted the rune Feu on the door, which means what you've got, you give. And I feel that this is with our talents as well. As we come out of this rat race of I can only do that job because I've only got that qualification, etc., etc. Now really have a look at what talents you've got what you've really got to give, what you've got to share, but not in a rate card way. It's nothing wrong with charging because energy transfer is, is what business really is. You've got to value yourself and accept back. But just have a look at your talents now. What do you want to grow this year? What have you got to share? Where can you put that in fertile soil so that it will grow itself and spread and nourish others as well as yourself so there's a real lovely connection there between abundance and generosity wonderful really really wonderful thank you so much for sharing all that you have and uh, as always it's a, a joy to connect and it's a good reminder as well um, just to connect in this way and to, to think about the, these energies. If anybody has any questions, then you can find our, you can please contact us. You can find our details at the bottom of the podcast when we um, post them. And uh, we're very, very happy to answer any questions. And we will also put links to our websites and to our various social media. Lovely. Well, thank you, Julia. It's been absolutely gorgeous as usual. Get out there, be in the body. I think working out is really important as well. We let go of a lot that we're um, ready to let go of when we work out with the physical body. And Taurus is all about the muscles and the strength and the support system. 
So I definitely am available for um, personal training as well as the readings and the coaching. Uh, they seem to kind of go up and down according to what's needed that month. But I really do recommend that everybody gets out, does some exercise, gets some good sleep and really just enjoys being a spirit in physical form. So thank you so much for all you've shared with us as well. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And uh, next month we will be discussing Gemini, which is wonderful. Oh, one more thing. Uh, we've got the full moon in Scorpio on the 26th. Oh, I was going to ask you about that. Yeah. And um, we've got the new moon in Taurus on the 11th of May. So the full moon in Scorpio often is the most potent one. Scorpio being a very potent sign, deep healing. And then the new moon in Taurus will really be the catalyst to a lot of these energies that we're talking around on the 11th of May. And the other aspect that's permeating this month is that we've got the sun, the moon, Uranus and Venus and Mercury all passing through the sign of Taurus. And we've got a continuation of an awkward square that we had earlier in the year, which is Uranus in Taurus square Saturn in Aquarius. So this is about centering in your sovereignty. And it's interesting, it's got an aspect of time here. So there's a Winnie the Pooh um, quote, and it's, what day is it today? What day is it? And then Pooh just says, it's today. And there's this wonderful feeling that we're going to break free of the matrix of time, which, like I've said, is the mind worrying into the past and the future. So will this square be gently working on us? to have an unlimited, unconditional heart with Uranus in Taurus and then with Saturn in Aquarius centering in our sovereignty and we decide what time it is and we decide how we use our time and we get off that almost conveyor belt mentality of having to do and produce and work hard. So those are some of the astrological aspects that are coming up this month that we can also harness those energies. They'll be mentioned in my videos every week, so please do tune in to my YouTube channel because I talk us through the week and what's going on in real terms. Wonderful. Thank you so much for adding that at the end. And another aspect that when Zoe was talking about uh, moving your body, that I, I also teach Kundalini Yoga, which I um, forgot to mention at the beginning. So that, for me, I find that's another way of moving the body and connecting with the space between, I guess, really. It takes us out of the body, out of the mind, and it brings us into a really lovely energy. So, yeah, Zoe says it's so important to move our chi, move our energy. Well, thank you so much. Thank you, everybody. Thank you. Yeah, thank you, Zoe. And I really look forward to seeing you next month and talking about all the delights of Gemini. Amazing. Have a wonderful month, everyone. See you next yes. month. Yes. Yeah. Bye.